A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Dope Black Disabled Podcast, home of unapologetic blackness. Disability advocacy, pride and representation, and conversations that go there. Join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag DBDisabledPod. That's hashtag DBDISABLEDPOD. Let's get talking. So today, it's just Kimmy. You know my voice by now. Debola and Christine are taking a day off because we have made it such that there's a three voice minimum on this podcast. Why do you ask? Well, for the listeners that need it, we don't want to have too many voices that crowd the sound and make it hard to understand, hard to hear. And we are conscious of all our listeners. So today we're going to be joined by Dr. Marcy and Mr. Stuart Lundy. And they are the epitome of black love. And they're an interabled couple. I cannot wait for you to meet them. But before we meet them, can we affirm ourselves? Can we stand in our beauty? Can we capitulate this week? As it starts with a beautiful affirmation, right? With this operation affirmation. So the affirmation of the fortnight. My best is good enough. Uh-uh. I need you to say it louder. I need you to say it with conviction. And I need you to feel it in your chest. When you say my best is good enough. Because as disabled people, we feel like as we show up, we're not good enough. We're prone to rejection, imposter syndrome, and we internalize a lot of the judgment that we get. We forget sometimes that our best is good enough. So look in the mirror, look within, look deep and say my best as I am, as a person, a person first with a disability. My best is good enough. And for our allies, as you show up, your best is good enough. Don't let anyone ever snuff out your light and tell you otherwise. So let's get into this episode and glow in the beauty of this couple's beautiful love. You are listening to the Dope Black Disabled Podcast. This is the place we celebrate blackness, we celebrate disability, we celebrate the dope black disabled experience unapologetically without abandon. And today we are joined by the epitome of what it is when love wins. Today our topic is centered around interabled black love and the power that interable black love bring and just the barriers that love breaks when love wins. So today we're joined by Dr. Marcy and Mr. 
Stuart Lundy, Stuart Tucker Lundy, I must say. <laughs> and um, we just want to celebrate their love, get to know them, and shine a light on the beautiful love that they represent. Welcome to the Dope Like Disabled podcast. You are our first guest. What? Hello. Thank you for having us. I want to give a shout out to you, Kimmy, because you are killing it. I love your personality. I love the fact that you are are very natural at this. That's why I've seen your Instagram, your Instagram chats. (laughs) You're a very natural conversationalist. And happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. 29. I was earlier. I'm closer to grandma and I can throw shade and I can say things and I don't get in trouble. (laughs) And I can be like, "Uh, this lacks seasoning. Who cooked this? (laughs) (laughs) And everyone. The beauty about getting older, Kimmy, is that you have more knowledge to not care about (laughs) this. To be honest, I still throw shade with reckless abandon. So. But you know what? It's it's so lovely to finally meet you. And just as I was getting to know you guys through getting ready for this episode, there was a warmth that was just present and radiating. And I have to highlight that just emanating from the both of you. And if it's, you know, fell from someone on the outside, it must be abundant on the inside. And that's why your love stood out to me. So can you introduce yourselves? Tell us about who you are, what you do. First of all, the achievement. People are sitting on boards. People are like doctors of oriental medicines. And they're featured on things. Okay. So please regale us with your greatness. Uh, I'm Marcy Lundy. Uh, yes, recently became certified in Chinese medicine in late January, which I'm thrilled about. <laughs> of black excellence, yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's my pride and joy right there. <laughs> yeah, I have an organic skincare line and a podcast called Cult of Kindness. I'm all about all things positive. I want things natural with an organic skincare line a podcast designed to help people get to their best, most wholesome self. So everything that I do is based around positivity and love. And we were just talking about this yesterday. I tried to walk the walk, not just encourage others to do so. It's very important to me to also have that as a large part of my life. And I think we both have dedicated our lives to helping people. I also do Kindness Rocks in the City, which is literally painting rocks and putting words of encouragement. And I leave them around the city here in Denver, Colorado, just to cheer people up. And I always say, if it's found by you, it's meant for you. Just any way that I can be positive and help someone else wow. on their journey. Your positivity rocks and the the karma bank account you must have, like there is a billionaire <laughs> in your site with the karma bank account that you have, like what? And Mr. Stewart, like I, I've seen the, the 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 boards you sit on and the acting, you know, and the the I saw interviews with certain commons and certain. Yes. Houses. Well, we're not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, I I do all the same things and that you do. I just 
Uh, people put a camera on me sometimes. So. <laughs> but uh, no, I, 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 uh, I, you're right. I do sit on several boards, and you know, with, uh, uh, with the focus being uh, on folks with disabilities, and also just trying to, you know, make the world better for folks that are that may have a disability, and maybe uh, going into that world, enlightening folks that don't necessarily have a, a at least in my opinion, a, a a non-stereotypical view of somebody that's uh, to have a disability. Mm-hmm. So I like to educate that person on what their real life is, not the thing you saw on uh, after-school special or something like that. No, I'm talking about real life. You know, we uh, I like to portray. I like to have my life out like living out loud. Yeah, I, I I may sit on the board or what have you, but pop knob with quote unquote big and buried or celebrities. But I like to. I enjoy cannabis and go to the strip club once in a while. So it, it's, it's, it's all in balance. You have to have balance with everything. So I'm not one of those people that's beyond reproach. You, know, you, know, you, know, you can hang out anytime you get here. I want to see mountains. So Colorado, I'm called, wow, wow. Me and my crutches in my wheelchair. We can't do anything but look at the mountains. No, no. It's they, a pretty accessible state. Really? Uh, they have, here in Colorado, they have a, a program called Wilderness on Wheels. And you would, all of the area, the campground was uh, bought by uh, a couple, and they redid the whole uh, landscaping without trying to remove too much of the natural uh, landscape. Mm-hmm. And now you have a, a beautiful, accessible pad or area where you can go fishing and go hiking wow. and things like that. So. You better get out of here, girl. Nah. Okay, so when Ms. Corona <laughs> Lachey the virus packs her bags, I know where my next destination is. Yes. yes. Exactly. Because Corona okay. Denise the virus is acting up. And as soon as she packs mm-hmm. her bags and kicks rocks. Yesterday, please. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> we were we just before the, the recording started. We couldn't contain the magic. It started spilling out, and I was like, "Ah, no, 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 no!" Put a cork in it. We need, we need to, you know, start recording. This is too amazing. Stop, <laughs> drop. <laughs> I was like, "Uh-oh, we need to save some of this magic." But what we were talking about was that, you know, the concept of black love has gone through such branding that it's become a recognized household tagline and hashtag, but. With some of like you know the own series Black Love, the docu series, we've been given a glimpse into the genesis and the inner workings and the peaks and valleys of many notable couples that exemplify the unspoken tenets of the institution of Black marriage and Black love. You know, enduring and long suffering love, friendships that turn into love, and you know the promise of reward of love after pain and. Some of these themes run through the series and franchise and have come to be recognized as tropes by critics and praised as, you know, realistic depictions of love by fans. But the most overlooked and under-scrutinized factor is the lack of diversity in the Black love utopia. So that's what could be, you know, that that's an unconscious or even, you know, conscious sanitization of depiction of black love that doesn't fit the archetype that becomes synonymous with the original franchise and the concept there's a conspicuous lack of disabled and interabled and lgbtqia plus among other 
underrepresented group and as a community that focuses on the representation of disabled people and the amplification of disabled stories we want to celebrate or examples of black love so with all that said you are the personification of um of you know interabled love working and being this this beautiful thing that we don't hear about a lot and and i just wanted to celebrate your love first of all because it's not every day that you know everyday people that are striving to make the world a better place are stopped and we say can we just put a microscope on your love and just say wow amazing you know, just your ways. But can I just ask, what's your love story? How did you meet? Oh, she tells it a lot better than I <laughs> Okay. You can chime in. I'll chime in. <laughs> so we met on Facebook, believe it or not. This was, yeah, summer of 2009. So this was before people were really doing online dating much. So we pretended that we met like at an amusement park or something. <laughs> we didn't want it to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, where? Oh, we might be weird. That's yeah. Like, what's it like? You know, like with this. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And so I was in Los Angeles at the time. Uh, he was on the East Coast. And we were talking about this yesterday. I was actually living with a boyfriend at the time. And we were on again and off again. And he had just moved back in. We were going to try and make it work. And like, let's say he moved in at the beginning of August and I met Stuart on Facebook the end of August and the, the rest is history. I, he hates when I put this in here, but I lost my job of five years in September of 2009. This is when the economy was tanking and everything. And even though he hates that I add that in the story, it's a part of the story because, you know, it was kismet, you know? Through losing my job, I was able to kind of just start my life over. You know, I do believe in destiny. So all of that stuff is pre-written. You know, I was very sad to lose my job, but it was for a reason. If I hadn't lost it, who knows if ever, if I would have ever, you know, gone to the East Coast. And then ultimately we moved here and started our life together. Yeah, (laughs) I love the way you tell that. And there's such a... There's such a like a, a spiritual tangent, like a spiritual stream that meanders through your story and your being and how you move through the world that's not very in your face, but it's like I am spirit and I and, and, and I live out loud and my, my how I move and how I navigate lets people know that I'm spirit first and I can see the divine in you in such a beautiful way that I'm like blown away. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. You know, know, it's one of those things where, where, you know, as you know, having a disability, you know, you you always, you always at least have that hesitancy when you enter a relationship. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, are are they feeling sorry for me or are they actually in love? Mm -hmm. And so you have that question, <laughs> question, looms over your head all the time. Yeah. And, and yeah, I told her when we were falling in love, and uh, I, w- I told her several times, I was like, just don't hurt me. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt me. I've been in relationships before. I've been, you know, you know uh, all that drama. Not, it's not so much even drama, but yeah, I've been there before. And uh, He actually tried to throw a monkey wrench yeah, in it. He I told her. had uh, a couple of weeks prior told me, oh, sometimes I'll just stop talking to people oh. because I don't want to get hurt. Nope. 
So there was a period where he stopped taking my phone call. Mm -hmm. And I was leaving him a message. I was like, you already told me you do this, so I'm not going to stop calling you. I got scared. Kimmy. Hello, like, twins. Oh nice to meet you. So sabotaging twins. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm falling in love. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Who told you about my life? I'm offended. You're a spy. <laughs> <laughs> really, it was just—it was very unnerving, and also just when I when I finally realized that she was the real deal, and also it wasn't a head game or anything like that. I think it was probably—I I, yeah—I think it was probably the first time she washed my hair. Like this mm-hmm. before I started shaving my hair, mm-hmm. and I remember she washed my hair. And I just started crying because I was like. And that's a level of trust on your behalf. Like, you let go. Yeah. I gave it up. I was like, look, if you're going to hurt me, hurt me this way. That's what I'm saying inside. But uh, I was scared as hell. So I had gone to see him during the holidays. So that's when that happened. And so I saw him for about a week and then I went back to LA. And I remember this afternoon I spent like crying and I was just thinking about him and concerned and wanted to be with him. And this is continuing a weird dynamic. The boyfriend that I was living with at the time, he was like, you must really care about him. He spent the whole afternoon crying about him. <laughs> it was like, yes, and I, I do. At first I was like, well, you know, when she told me that, I was thinking, well, maybe it was sympathy. But it was not sympathy. It was mm-hmm. the fact that we would spend time on the phone and uh, I was hearing boyfriend in the background. I'm like, hey, is it okay? And I don't want anything in trouble or anything. Yeah. So, no, no problem. And, but I just, I, it was things that, and he hears as well, but it was things that the way he was treating her, yeah. I didn't like. I That's didn't why like it was on again, off again. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. You know, so it was one of the situations where I was like, look, like if, I, if we only just have a friendship, mm-hmm. I want you to know that there are men out there that are capable of loving you and treating you the way you should be. Yeah. And uh, so, if anything, charge quicken. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, I, did, I just wanted to leave a good impression. I didn't want her to be one of the women that I know mm-hmm. uh, or know of that, oh, you know, I met this such and such. He wasn't. Yeah. Can you cut on this show? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so we, we forgot to do our auntie warning. In this house, we say fuck. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know because I won't respect the host. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a sailor. I'm a sailor. <laughs> I know. Okay. 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 Okay, great. Well, we, we, we definitely do need to hang. Um, but yeah, he didn't, know, he didn't know shit about treating how to treat a woman. Right. In my eyes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought what he was doing was, you know, just basically just, you know, hey, I got this pretty woman, but he wasn't treating her right. So I was like, hey, look, I'm not the one that's a Don Juan or anything like that. But I'm like, I know how to, like, I'm, I love women, but I was like, I know how to treat one good woman well. And that's why, you know, like, lately when I've told our love story, I do add the fact that I was living with my boyfriend at the time. Because I think it's important that people realize it didn't matter if Stuart was disabled. I had noticed that in pictures before he told me. I didn't care. I thought he was handsome. He was a total gentleman. Like I always say, I love that people. You are some beautiful people. Why isn't this like a television situation? Something. Well, Go on Instagram, and you know we're gonna feature you guys on Instagram so that people see the 
the full fantasy of the beautiful Lundies. <laughs> no, I mean, but I just, I just didn't want her to be, you know, with her other friends and down the line years from now. Like, oh, you know what? I dated this guy in a wheelchair. He was ass. Just like they all were guys. Yeah. Not that to be the thing. You know, okay, right. guys are already getting Not that he's not above being an ass, no, but that's yes. what's endearing and makes exactly. him Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. I do, have, I, do have, yeah, I do have my asshole moments. Like, don't we all? Oh, I, I own my savagery. Don't worry. This is why I want to be old so that when I'm savage, I have an excuse because now when I'm savage, I'm like, wow, well, she's a bitch. But I own it. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't want that. I didn't want that for her for that matter. And he, I, I, she knows that I can be a bit hand, a handful and, uh, you know, I just had to. I'm sorry. I, I, I again. I, I love women, but like I said, I've only learned recently. And when I say recently, I haven't done anything. But mm-hmm. I learned how to learn, learn one, love one good woman, and in one good way. Right. What well, I identify is that you, you, you. She saw the full range of your humanity and fell for that, and also saw the the fact that. I fell in love with the, with the, this man and the fullness of who he is. And I see the capability of him saving my heart from this toxicness, this toxicity that I'm in. And you saw someone that you could love, but you could also let go and also let love you in a way that's healing and loving. And, and like, I, you, you're not going to, you know, I'm going to hand you my heart. You're not going to break me. You're not going to, and, the fact that that is so that is a, a quintessential love story and it's such a uniting thing because ask any couple any couple there is trust there is letting go and there is a moment of realization that this is my person yeah wow. that's true it's so funny you should just say that because we just had that um after 11 years we're always growing always growing i told someone in Clubhouse the other day, you know, I asked Marcy, how am I doing? Because I feel like this is a, I'm applying for this job to be her man or to be her husband. Yeah. And so I had to ask her, so, how am I doing? I'm not messing up. I'm doing something you don't like. It's yeah. cool. And uh, so. And it's it, really nice, you know, we've fallen in love in this relationship so, many so, times so, so, because there's so, always so. an unconscious reset mm-hmm. and then we're better than before. Yeah, like the other day, you know, we were talking and uh, we, we always we always have conversations, always. That's why I like hanging around. There's always good conversations. Um, but we got into a point where she was just, I told her, I said, look, I need you to fully, 100% trust me. And, you know, I know I've done things, I've done things here that, you know, and on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being crazy, you know, the activities of me, of, of my activities, Maybe amount to one and a half. But, <laughs> maybe a five. Maybe a five. Thank you for the barometer but, because she wants to be pleased. <laughs> I can't hold them. That sounds good. But it troubled her mind. Mm-hmm. So I know I want my baby to be okay, her mind to be okay. Yeah. Don't so mess with my tear ducts. Don't mess with my tear ducts. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her and her mind That's needed to it. be at ease. Mm-hmm. So if I need to change my behavior to put your mind at ease, I'll do that. It's no problem because what I was doing 
wasn't one of those things that, uh, you know, amounted to like a big life change or anything right. like that. And I had to become more vocal. Yeah. Early yeah. on, I was more like just a big kid. Yeah. And I wasn't expressing what did or didn't matter or hurt me. And so now 11 years in, it's very easy. And yeah. I think that's why our relationship is getting even stronger. I asked her to write down, hey, look, I need you to notice. Put this in your iPhone, name it, trust me. And she put it down, and that made me feel like I had a big ass on my chest. Because now I have <laughs> to this is so healthy and i want everyone who is in the season of preparation for their forever love to listen to this and 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 see what healthy love is and what it is to have a a a, a healthy love that's that's willing to grow a, a love that's that's human a love that it has room to air, but a love that also has room to be divine and a room to grow and a room to heal, but a room to hurt and a room to learn from that. And isn't that healthy as fuck? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'll fuck up again. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but, human. but I'm human. But she knows that, okay, I, will, I won't fuck up with the trust thing. It might be something like, uh, crazy, or or she may fuck. Yeah, that's true. The thing is, but we will have that foundation, like a pigeon that goes back home to the uh, the base of trust. Right. So I know. Look, hey, you trust me. You all right? You good? You good? So yeah. that's the way it happens. And so, I think that, like you know, couples shouldn't be afraid of those hard conversations. Some people call it quits so easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have to work through those hard conversations. That's what strengthens the relationship. You don't always have to quit. You don't always have to divorce or break up. Or if you feel like the person's worth it, yeah, only if he puts his hands on you. Know, oh, yeah. trade hands, and it's like, okay, you need to go somewhere. That's yeah. a stipulation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, don't put your hands on yeah, <laughs> right. I'm going to give you a two piece, and I'm going to pack my bags, and I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. Well, I, well, I just I'm so enthralled by just how when you see a couple uh, on a red carpet, when you see a couple on black love, it's just like, oh, that's uh, is it Grand Hill and Tamia? And they're just, oh, they're black love or they're the epitome. They're the archetype. But now when it's Dr. Marcy and Mr. Stewart 
oh, there goes that disabled man, and and you know that that. <laughs> and I'm like, we may be going through the same things that everyone goes through. Can can, can we not? Can we yeah. reframe our minds? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing that I worry about Kimmy sometimes is, uh, you know, I I am 53. I'm getting up there, and uh, I've been in a wheelchair since I was 14 years old, so about 30 years or so, and as a result of the diving accident. But the thing I worry about sometimes is, like, I have to I'll dye my beard or. <laughs> something like that because I'm like I don't want people to perceive myself as like you know Marcy like, oh, I hate when he dies and I'm like you're so distinguished with that girl well, you know just, <laughs> thing sometimes I don't I don't want that thing it's my ego like I don't want people to think oh that nice woman is taking care of that old man in the wheelchair no <laughs> no the salt and pepper is the sexiness it's not fair because once a woman yes. like you know goes gray it's like well Downstairs is locked and the padlock is <laughs> and we're done for business. What her, her sexy days are over. <laughs> and man goes great and they're like, Oh puppy, wow. <laughs> no puppy. <laughs> it's not fair. But it works in your favor, sir. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> like Frosty the Snowman <laughs> but you know it's like now like so I'm 10 years younger than him I'm 42 I'll be 43 soon and I have you know such confidence when we see younger girls you know I remember that age I was having a blast at that, at that age I do not want to be that age because sexually morally uh, emotionally, I am completely whole right now. You know, I I did that part of my life. I loved it, but we were just talking about that this morning. It's such a blessing to get older and see what other people have talked about over the years when they say, "Oh, wait till oh, you get to God. this age." Yeah. Oh, it's it. true. <laughs> Some things I never understood when I was a child. I thought I might even even in my thirties, mm-hmm. and now I'm, I find myself a lot of times going. Oh, I see why. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you've reached the summit. So they had a vantage point and they said, the view up here is different. Wait till you get here. And now you've reached that summit. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. that's the view they were talking about. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's wow. the best. It's the best. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to move through life that way. Yeah. Is, yeah. And, and your, bull, your bullshit meter is right yes. there, a little Yeah. So we're going for things I find myself, especially when it comes to business matters, mm-hmm. just, uh, and this is something I need to self-check on, but I, you know, we'll come into a meeting, I'll roll in there, and I'm like, I, I, I don't want to do pleasantries. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Go, 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 go. Oh, yeah. And as we, as we recently discussed, I told him, if you need a blowjob before you go to these meetings, you know, they just mellow you out. Okay, we need a menu. Is it... Do you go to, need to do the batting cages? Do you need a steak? A massage? Which is do you need? Some, do, you, do you need to go to the batting cages and all the balls just hit you in the face? Feel some pain, feel human, feel something, and then you go in there and you're like, "Wow, I feel things." Hello, humans. Exactly. I tell her that everybody's Look, I need my medicine. Cause my brother getting tense. <laughs> so, brother's getting tense. I got some meetings I gotta go to. <laughs> you know, can, we bring the, can we knock this out? You know, knock it out of the park, and then uh, they'll be like, "He was different in his temperament today." 
Yeah. 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 I'm like, you don't want to be that grumpy guy. Like, let me help you out. Do you know what? And so, and again, this is another theme. So in, in relationships, it's known that sex is an important component of a healthy relationship. But as I, I always, I'm doing a deal at the moment with, with, a, with a, a, an amazing brand. And my, my whole thing, I've been shooting, I've been doing shoots. And in the past, I've, I've done body positive related because I'm, my, my background is in plus size modeling. So I've done lingerie and, and swimsuit and stuff like that. And I'm like, what you want do is desexualize disabled people because we're not asexual, we're desexualized by society yes, yes. because we still yeah. get our freak nasty on yeah. oh yeah yes yeah. you do possibly oh, yeah. just more freaky than understand asexuality that it's actually like a, a, a it's an identity and a sexual orientation it's a, yes. the actual the act of desexualization and it comes from being infantilized by people because yes. people yes. are like oh google gaga use a baby your yes. private parts are barbie and ken and out yeah. and you don't do nothing i'm like well listen um i might not be able to walk for a couple of days but i twerk private parts yeah. that's what i do my <laughs> time <laughs> sir leave me alone i might need to hold on to some bars and a zim frame <laughs> but you know i can get my meg knees on <laughs> She's like, look, I, I can use these canes or something else. Oh, so that's another thing. There's always a way around. People forget their devices. There are other ways to the summit. Exactly. And those other ways are more fun. I mean, yes. it makes it more fun. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. It, just, it, just, it just adds to the arsenal of all those freaky stuff. You can all this available. Yes. And uh, my problem is with uh, straight men is that they are not conditioned to think about other people's pleasure. So the way they tackle sex is very much, well, I'm going to get mine and be like, you good? You get yours? Roll over and start snoring. So mm. when someone has a disability, they're more prone to be more uh, considerate because they're like, I don't want to be the reason why you don't get your pleasure I don't want to be, you know, a, a bring a deficit to the sexual experience. So I'm going to make sure that you get your summit, you know, and the journey to the summit, the hike is, is an enjoyable yeah. one. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. it's funny because, you know, um, you know, back in the day when I was single, I mean, that was something that I actually used for uh, as a, gosh, uh, anything, gosh, would it be fair to say I'm probably a sex addict, if anything? I mean, what? Was. Well, <laughs> okay, I right. think maybe, 
it's not like mine isn't there that's why i tell him all the time but i have a lot of irons to the fire and yeah where he he always keeps sex at the top. Sex can go to number five for me, but it's still important to me, but I start focusing on it. And I feel things. like... But his is yeah, and I feel like women uh, sometimes, especially when you have all the responsibilities that you have and you're running a household and everything, and then when you have extra responsibilities because if you have a, a different dynamic as a couple, you're like, well, you know, um, so laundry... A uh, uh, business, uh, uh, business uh, stuff needs to be done. Yeah, doctoring yeah. of Chinese medicine, yeah. and yeah. face oils, <laughs> and and serums. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yes. sex. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I totally get it. Like you're not being in the top ten, and you know, and I think that's where she allows me a lot of uh, leeway as far as like this. You know, if I tell her, you know, I, we have sometimes different types of friends and things like that. So it's one of the, or just the same friends. Mm-hmm. But if it's anything, it's just like just getting that energy out because I'm a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. So if it, anything, if it's just talking to somebody who 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 has sex on a regular basis, or not regular basis, <laughs> or is a, a dancer. Of like mind. Of like mind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to get that energy out, you know. And then uh, when we get around to it, then I'm like, she wonders why I'm so aggressive. I'm like, well, yeah. I have been well, training for this all my life. Put me in cover. Yeah. I have been training exactly. for this moment. Exactly. <laughs> one shot. One you know, I love, and this is a dynamic that's not unlike many marriages, you know, and a lot of marriages suffer or, or thrive because of one finances and sex. And communication, but finances and sex are two of the biggest things. And sex is always like there's always a low desire person and there's always a higher desire person. And because the communication is not always there, some people are left feeling rejected and they're like, oh, she doesn't want me. Because the, the lower desire person is not able to articulate that, no, actually, th- this is the, my, my priority for sex. And your priority, just like you healthily did, hello, you know. So I, 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 again, I look to your relationship for inspiration on how to healthily handle a difference in sex drive to be like, okay, let's communicate through this because we have different desire levels and there is a way to be loving and, and go through this relationship. But operate at different levels of sexual dr- sex drives and still make it work 11 years. Exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, I have to respect the fact that, like I said, you know, just because I'm King Horn Dog. Horn Dog? That needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> I know. Like, it was so funny. Like, this morning, you know, I knew he had a meeting at 10, but as he said, he's King Horn Dog. <laughs> So, and I was tired from, uh, we had the all-star game here in Colorado. So we tried to enjoy all the festivities. I was tired, but I was like, I'll take care of you as best I can right now for being tired and needing to get up by a certain time. But, you know, like, I think we've learned, like, just, he taught me earlier, oh, just make it an ongoing thing. Even if we don't have time, just make sure it's an ongoing thing where our attractions always. Go by and. 
she just walked by me and and puts her hand across my neck. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, this is what you think about. And that's, you're defining intimacy in a way, like, let's not lose sight of intimacy. Whatever we yeah. have going on, intimacy is key. Yes. Oh, gosh, it is. I mean, I even, I, it's, so, it's weird because, you know, I'll be in a, a meeting, but I'm not even a meeting, just out and about, and she'll go to the bathroom and come back, and I look at her, and I'm like, oh, wow. And she'll sit down in the chair next to me. We'll be at a restaurant. And I just can't stop looking. I'm like, and there's a lot of fun in when I know he's in a meeting, uh, whether it's one here or not. Uh, I like to send him stuff that would be deemed not safe for work. (laughs) SW kind of love. Mr. Hewitt, what happened? Um, You (laughs) saw Well, real quick. Oh, I gotta go take a call. <laughs> Your eyes widened, sir. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm so glad I can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, are there any pillows in this clothes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because we need to hide an incident. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, I love. Um, you know, the, again, the, I want to. My my whole point of this episode is celebrating your love as a love that is quintessentially just the love story of love stories like the the love story that deserves its own like storyline movie type thing because it's like everyday love you could interchange this and put anyone and it's like everyone kind of love but there's something that is golden that makes it perfectly yours and uniquely yours. And that's a balance that's hard to strike. And somehow you found it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Kimmy, I, I heard somebody say this and I, I thought it to myself, but if you look at your significant other and you can look at them and uh, envision them not being here, and if it doesn't make you want to shit your pants, then you probably don't love that person a lot because I look mm-hmm. at her sometimes and it, Oh God! If she wasn't here, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So those moments of like, and it's not the the physical care that she may give me or anything like that, but mm-hmm. her, her, I don't know. And can we touch on that a moment? My dad recently visited. Yes, I'm his caregiver. I, yeah. You know, among everything else, I'm his caregiver. And sometimes we joke about the ability to, for me to, you know, for us to get our groove on, mm-hmm. and then I can turn it off. To an extent, you know, because he's yes. still my husband. I turn it off enough to, you know, get him ready for the day. Yeah, it can all be incorporated. And I, that takes a special someone, if I do say so yes, myself, because not everyone, not everyone can even imagine if they had to do that. Yeah. And, I, and I always tell people, yeah. this isn't for everybody. I mean, when you get into and that's, that's any given relationship, but mm-hmm. uh, when you have a, when you work, when you have a disability, for me, um, not everybody has the view of us being complete individuals, yeah. or for that matter, being. I don't know. It, it's basically them. It's not us, and that's not something I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's their 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 narrow ma- mindset as far as what they view a person with a different ability. So yeah. I have never taken it personal, but I've often told women when I get involved with them, I'm like, look, 
this ain't for everybody. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get in a relationship. I'm trying to have some fun. So if you're good with that and want to be friends, I'm cool with that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I and because I feared relationships for a long time. I mean, I got into a few of them, but uh, the two that were, it just kind of ended badly. And then another one was good. They're okay. I think this one was the one that uh, was worth waiting for because it's one of situations where it's unconditional love all the way around. People say that all the time. Oh, I love you unconditionally. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? If you're part of being disabled, are you going to stay there? Stay there. <laughs> so my thing as someone who is single and in, you know, 29 and I love to date, <laughs> but... I I look at like okay so I am young and I'm fertile and I'm ready husband where are you I want a barrel full of children's and you know but the dynamic of knowing that there there has to be a care aspect to it whoever I, I marry because of inherently who I am. And as presently, I have carers that come in every day and they take care of me, right? A daily, on a daily basis. And I run, you know, a, a business and deal with clients and take meetings and, you know, run an organization and in and, and the community and all of this as a bedbound person, right? Yeah. You know, and I deal with clients and, you know, do keynotes and, and trainings and all that. As a bedbound person, how am I going to run a household and be a wife for my bed as a bedbound person? You know, and the dynamic of knowing that a lot of people's through thick and thin, and to like or, or that that type of vow is we are healthy when we get married, and then if an accident happens, the dynamic changes, and we've built a foundation. And I love you enough to stay, but I'm coming in needing that level with that level of vulnerability and needing that level of care and that's scary it is it is it's very scary and uh for a long time i i didn't want any woman to do my care outside my caregiver mm-hmm. and uh you know when it came down to to marcy doing my care i we, we went back and forth about it all, not a long time but enough to it to be a thing for me because it's always been a thing it was about two years before I started to, mm-hmm. but I told him that it was like second nature because I take care of him as my boyfriend then, now husband. It was second nature just to take care of him as someone I love, you know? So I always try to emphasize it. That's not an issue. I love you and I want you to be your best. And I feel like who better than me? I'm sure someone else can do it, but I enjoy doing it as his partner. I mean, you know, it's also, you know, she doesn't leave my dignity. She, she keeps my dignity in place. So, you know, it's one of those things where I still, for 11 years, I felt like a man. I felt like a man first and her husband. And, you know, I, I, have, I she doesn't feel me, make me feel emasculated mm-hmm. in, in some way. So I'm still very much the, you know, we know our roles in this relationship. When I'm going down the street, you know, she expects me to, she expects me to, and I do, you know, be on a certain side of the street because, as a man in her traditional life, I am to protect her, and and and, 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 I try, and I try to. And at times, Kimmy, I forget that I can't walk, and if somebody <laughs> looks to her or steps to her in the wrong way, 
I did, excuse me, ma'am. I'm like, excuse me, what, what do you need, sir? I can help. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself afterwards, oh shit, I could have got my ass kicked. <laughs> you do have a, some sort of vehicular device to cause some type of bodily harm. Yes, yes more body harm than probably making. Well, yes, with <laughs> enough speed and force, you do. You can yes. Yes. With fists. I can exactly. Mm-hmm. I can tear some ankles. Oh, up. Okay. I know, right? An ACL done. <laughs> There we yes. go, right? And once they're on the ground, you just plow over. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, judge, um, in the future, I didn't give him any ideas. This could be me. I kind of size up people and, you know, those folks who uh, look like they could do harm, I'm like, yo, yo, baby, say hi. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 what you do? Uh, I mean, um, hi, yeah, have yeah, a good day. Our Lord and Jehovah Witness, um, we're just spreading the word. <laughs> but I turn into a, a, a one of those door, door knocker people quickly. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> have you heard the return is coming, sir? Exactly. <laughs> yes. I, mean, I don't know the vocabulary, but <laughs> I, this is survival. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I mean it's just about. You know, our relationship is, is, is a two-way street. You know, we, we take care of one another mm-hmm. as opposed to some views are, oh, he takes, she takes care of him. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I, I have to, I know my role as far as, you know, I may not take be able to. Take care of my heart. Yes, take care of my heart. Mm-hmm. I may not be able to take the trash out and, uh, uh, you know, clean around the house or anything, but I can make sure she can stay out a good night's sleep and also she's well taken care of. And I try to provide for her as much as I possibly can. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, this is the best thing that's happened to me, and the only thing that's really happy for me. At least. So that is uh, the way I roll. Yes, <laughs> you know, I love that. So, oh my gosh, I could talk to you all day long. We have a finite amount of time, and I just want to ask you what advice would you give a young entrepreneur couple? You know, going into this and 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 freshly in love and embarking on relationship as a young Stuart and Marcy a few years ago, you know, fresh faced and in love with not knowing the challenges ahead, but not knowing the joys ahead. And what like what what advice do you have? Well, mine would be uh, just be patient, be extremely patient with one another, and uh, talk 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 about everything. And, and the person has to be your best friend, because ultimately, if, when you're in the when you're in the area of having a disability and you have the person, if they do your care or they provide a level of care, you're going to be around one another a lot. So yeah. it's best that you know what's on that person's mind. I mean, I can look at her sometimes and tell uh, what her mood is, uh, if anything's bothering her. I can tell by the tone of her voice how yeah. you know. If, if anything is bothering her. Yeah. Um, so she knows me, I know her. So know the person, not just like know their favorite Instagram post or uh, <laughs> know what they like. I mean, know favorite the color. person. Yeah. <laughs> know every side of that person, <laughs> good, bad, in between, and everything else. Yeah. And it's it's going to take um, a lot of, of patience. And I think uh, the best people are nurturers. Uh, and I'm a nurturer for her. She's a nurturer just in natural I would say follow your heart always mm-hmm. and tap into your maturity mm-hmm. uh, because 
those two are what's going to get you through the relationship and get you through your life. And it, it's so important. And I, I'm talking from experience 100%. And don't forget why you fall in love with that person. And I just, I just wanted to take a second. We were talking about black love before we started. And, you know, we don't talk about ourselves, you know, being representatives of black love, but it's something that I've always been so proud of. You know, I just feel like there's so much power in uh, black couples. And, you know, like we're always seeing Brad Pitt and whoever he's dating at the time. <laughs> it's like, you know, there's just as much power and people doing great things in black couples and like everyday black couples, like you were saying, that's important. I get as someone who is always going to be in an interabled couple or if I find my other half being another disabled person, whoever I end up spending the rest of my life with, I know for a fact future Kimmy is going to be coming back to this interview and gleaning and 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 retaking notes and re-listening to the palpable healthiness and the love and the beautiness and the beauty and the glow and the and and just the the divinity of the Lundies and their love. So uh-huh. thank you for just blessing us with your presence, your time and sharing your love. You know, it's sacred. It's 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 you know, you're opening up something that's so sacred to us and it's such a privilege, it's such an honor and I can't thank you enough for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you. you. I, I seriously when I it was an honor to be when you reached out to us. Yes, yes. I was like, wow, yes. I didn't you know, I'm just kicking it. <laughs> thank you so much for reaching out to us. Seriously. Thank you, thank you. That wasn't that beautiful. Wasn't that fulfilling? Wasn't that a meal? Wasn't that noteworthy? Okay, if you didn't take notes, you didn't understand the assignment. Listen again and take notes. (laughs) So you know that we have a segment called Say It With Your Chest. And we finish the episode saying it with our chest. Whatever we feel as people that are silenced by society. So today... We want to say whatever happened, whatever guilty pleasure, whatever you're defending, whatever is happening in pop culture, what has annoyed you, whatever you want to shower with love, what you you want to say with your chest. As I am on my own, I can afford to be a little bit, I don't know, savage with my saying with my tongues. (laughs) My say with my chest today is, As a person who has a disability, my needs are not special needs. My needs are basic human needs. Because when you say special needs, you put an extra mile. You put an eye roll. You put a burden. And you put an extra sasson, an extra salt bay. On top of my needs that are just like your needs, that are just everyday needs, that are just needs that I need to show up in this world that just need to be met. You have needs, I have needs, 
my needs are no more special than yours. So no, I am not special needs. I am a person, a human being, a woman. Sorry, auntie. Sorry, mommy. I'm a bad bitch who happens to have a disability. And that's what I'm saying with my chest. <laughs> so we've come to the end of our podcast. Oh, I hate this part, but we have to go. That was so beautiful. That 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 whole interview was so organic. It flowed, baby. Spiritual stuff. So we have to close it with a harmony for the homies and speak a blessing over you. And my blessing for you today is that may you find the love that's healing, that's enduring, that's caring, that is as nurturing as we have seen today. And you deserve it. Wait, work on yourself. It's coming. And I was just speaking to myself. But feel free to take that if you wanna. So I want to say a special thanks to our guest. And this week was one for the books. Have a blessed, blessed, blessed rest of your week. And stay dope. Stay black. And show up without disability and some swag in your presence. I love you. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. I hope you like us as much as we like you. Join us for bi-weekly episodes where we'll continue these conversations. In the meantime, connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dope Black Disabled and follow us on Twitter at DB Disabled. See you soon.